Ayo! Welcome back to Who Let the Dogs Out, a podcast where I chat life with cool people doing awesome things. In this episode, you'll hear from Afriti Chinoy, she, her, who we first met at Troy High School, though she was in my brother's class, so a year under. We talk a little bit today about dental school, being humbled throughout high school, evolution of high school friends, mixing different friend groups together, and Bollywood movies. Hope you enjoy. Where are you? Why you blur out your background? Oh my god, I never have it on. Like I always have the background blurred out because it's just like during Zoom meetings and stuff. Sometimes it's yeah. idiotic when I get on, so I'm just like, it's better if the background's just blurred. <laughs> also, um, you're in a tank. Is it that warm? I just worked out. Nice. So that's why I just worked out in my house. Yeah, I do a lot of yoga in the mornings, so it's kind of nice. Oh, you said in your house, like Troy house. No, in my Ann Arbor house. Okay. I feel like since I didn't even know you were there. Ann Arbor? Yeah. 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 I have no idea. Jen, I go to dental school at Michigan. Dude, we have so much to catch up on. I have no clue. Joanne, actually, Joanne talked about you going to Michigan for dental school instead of the whole three plus four or something at Case. Yes. 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 How was that decision? Good. I mean, I was fine with it. Essentially, it's cheaper and it's better. So it was like kind of a win-win to come here. But she was saying something about how you give up your guaranteed seat or something if you apply to others. Is that a thing? No, because I got an acceptance from Case too. Like I got an acceptance from Case, Michigan, and Penn. Okay. So I I was deciding between the three schools. That's fun. How do you pick Ann Arbor? Again, it's number one and it's the cheapest. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I was like, I mean, essentially I would have never picked Case because I got into a school like Penn because Penn at least is like 110000 but it's like an Ivy League. So it's kind of more worth the 110000 Um, versus Case. And then like in terms of deciding between Penn and Michigan it was like this one's so much cheaper and it's better ranked so fair enough oh Philly would have been so cool though mate but I guess what makes an Ivy League worth the one thing that makes you consider well it would have been the same price as Case so like if I hadn't gone into Michigan then I would have picked Penn because it was just a better school than Case word fair enough damn Case be charging a lot then no yeah, no, it's a lot. But I mean, it's a private school, so I feel like all private schools are pretty pricey. I think dental school in general is just ridiculously pricey, but it's like, what are you going to do? Fair enough. You like in Ann Arbor? Are there a lot of Troy High people around there? Like my D1 year, there were. Like, because all of my grade was still seniors back then. Oh. So there was a lot of people my year. And then I also, had, by this time, like made a lot of friends through like Brown Town and stuff and like old people in my class who had friends here. So I have a good balance between like dental school friends and then like people who were seniors here in undergrad last year. But now, honestly, no. Like now I don't really know a lot of the younger Troy High kids. And I also like, I'm just like too involved in dental school to like have this presence. Yeah, yeah. no, we're so far from high school now at that point though. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just like, now I feel I'm more... Just dental school. Fair enough. You feel like you're living the dream? Am I living the dream? Probably, yeah. 
Probably. That's always good. That's a good start. Probably. I feel like, um, yeah, why not? Fair. <laughs> That's always a good question to ask. Why not? Sure. I'm living the dream. <laughs> oh, wait, how many more years do you have? Do you want to specialize? What does the whole dentist track look like for you? Um. Yes. So I am now. Where am I at? Okay. So I am now a D2. I'm going to be done with D2 in two weeks. Dang. So in May, I start D3 and essentially D3 and D4 years when you start seeing a lot of patients. So like I pretty much transition from dentistry on like fake teeth and fake people to like doing dentistry on like real patients and like real providers and like doing like actual work on people. Wild. Yeah, it is kind of crazy to think that I'm 22 and a D3 and about to start seeing my own patients. Holy smokes. Just don't tell your patients that you're 22. I know, but I feel like they ask, you know, they try to get to know you. Honestly, I feel like it's kind of nice because like, I think one of the reasons I like dentistry is you get to know these people like really well, like your patients. And it's kind of fun to like get to know people. That's true. I do look forward to going to my dentist every time because she loves You? Really? Yeah. I think she's a rad lady and she makes my teeth feel good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But you sound surprised. Why? Because most people hate going to the dentist. Yeah, but I think it's because I've had way worse experience with other types of doctors that dentists, I'm like, they make good shit happen. Other doctors, that's not necessarily always the case. There's no guarantee that you leave better than it was. And then it's so expensive, you don't know the price. But dentist cleaning, it's a procedure. It's common. You know the price. You know where you're going for. You know what you're getting. You get it. And it's fantastic. But to be fair, it's because it's it's a whole lot more wellness and so many other factors and some of these other things like for context I got foot surgery about a month ago which is why I was like limping a little bit back and forth and it's just been a horrible crazy journey with all these psycho doctors saying different things and you just have no idea but dentists haven't had that experience yet so I like them okay good well good so you what you went to a podiatrist first or no yeah like many different ones and nah different stuff focuses you today <laughs> oh you have to so this is all about me <laughs> pretty much <laughs> okay 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 have you listened to any episodes no pressure no should I have maybe I should have listened to a couple no 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 homework or prep was needed I was just curious because there's some familiar faces on there like there hey. is I did see I went and scrolled through the page yeah but I did not actually hit play <laughs> no that's funny good no you're good Who's Michael Michael's good. We actually caught up deeply for the first time in a while, also for this podcast. So you'll see like three episodes about Michael because we like to be annoying like that. So <laughs> he's good. Is, is there episodes on Michael? Not yet. We're going to launch it in a couple of weeks, maybe, because it's too much stir in the pot right now. Mm. What um, is he doing right now? Yeah, he's just, he's making bank at New York City, spending a lot. That's it. Enjoying, partying, all is well. Okay. Good. You seem very chilled and at peace. I seem very chill and at peace. Yeah. Was that me in high school or no? <laughs> like right now you do. <laughs> um I think like uh 
Yeah, you could say that. I think I'm at the, the couple of months in my life right now. Like I think March, April are kind of the months when I'm a little more chill and at peace. I don't think summer is going to be like that. I kind of anticipate summer to be a little more of a racehorse. Um, and so I guess I'm just embracing the months where I do have that. Yeah. I love it. Why will summer not have that for you? Because summer going into clinic is going to be its own level of a learning curve, the same way that entering dental school was. It's like round two of the learning curve. So that is definitely going to be an eight to five every day to like get on that boat and like learn how to ride the waves. And then I think like the other stuff is I'm taking extra exams for like residency applications and stuff. So studying for that is also going to be like past the eight to five will be that. So it's just going to be a little more of an amped up summer than that's wild. this time. Because right now I'm still kind of just doing a little more school and just kind of focusing on finishing up. And I have break at the end of the month. So it feels a little more slow waves right now. Happy to hear that. How do you feel the racehorse that you're talking about now compares to high school or undergrad? You know, that's a great question, Shannon. And I will tell you, leaving Troy High, I look back in Troy High and could not be more grateful. And I know that's not the opinion that 99% of the people graduating from Troy High share, right? Like I've said that to Vikas and he looks at me and he goes, that's ridiculous. But to me personally, what I have seen after leaving is like going to Troy High taught me a lot of life lessons that a lot of people haven't really been taught till they get here to dental school or to grad school or a competitive environment. And I think it's just like, I don't know. I guess I've already had these lessons in my head. So it doesn't, I don't feel it as much or I don't get so down about it as much. Like, you know, and part of the way I explain it to people is like, oh, listen, I went to a high school that was the number one traditional public high school in Michigan. I went to a high school that was 33% Asian. I went to a high school that was the number one feeder school to Michigan engineering. Okay, those are the statistics of my high school. Like, I'm going to tell you that, like, when I was there, I was pretty much the fucking average. Like, there was nothing crazy about me. And you were taught that very quick. You know, like, it was like you were just humbled. You would walk into these classrooms and these kids would, you know, be semen scholars over the summer. And these people would go around and have research opportunities in the summer and these kids would go to all these fancy camps and you know I've done all that bullshit too you know I'm not saying it's wrong I've done it you know we would spend $1,600 to go to Kabir for SAT class like you know these things that kind of exist in a bubble right and a part of that is what I've realized coming here and talking to other people is that I also lack a sense of perspective of what the reality of America looks like you know like sometimes when I get down on myself like my friend looks at me and he goes, after, do you know what the regular American does? Like, do you know? And I was like, no, probably not. Because the people I'm surrounded by are all like very, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Mm. But do I think that what I, the skills I learned there to work 10 steps ahead, to like always be very humble to recognize that like you are not the smartest one in the room and you never will be. And that's so okay. And to focus on riding your own donkey and like doing your own thing and like putting in your best effort and like making good connections and like, you know, all these importance of hard work. Like, do I think it helped me stay on track going to a school like that? Hell yeah. And I don't think I would be where I am today without Troy High. Facts. 
Fact. Nor do I think I would have the network and connections that I do today without Troy High. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's funny you said probably 99% of the graduating class wouldn't say that because I think a lot of these people who are on the podcast, we do talk about that. It Maybe it's self-selectively I value people who reflect or are grateful, et cetera. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that my friends are representative of Troy High, but like among my friends, it feels like 99% of us do agree with that statement, actually. So that's pretty interesting. Okay, I don't know. I just like, I personally just like, and it's funny because like we would talk about this. Like now my friends here have a joke. They call it the three-step process, Alfred's three-step process. And you know what the three-step process is? So Ethan and Neil came for my birthday um, last year. And, you know, I had explained to this them before. And then they go to Ethan and Neil and they go, did you do the three-step process? And the two of them are laying and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then they go, did you go to Kuman? And they go, yeah. And then you go, did you go to Eden? And they go, yeah. And they go, did you go? And they're like, forget it. Could be a we now. Yeah, we did. And it's just so funny because the reality is, is that we all did that. Well, I don't know what Eden is, but yeah, Kuman and Kabir, which my mom now still continues to run Kuman, yes, which yes. is wild. And it's just, that's the reality of how we grew up. Yeah. But there, you know, these people call it the three-step process. Eden was like the other version of ICA. Okay. Word. I haven't thought about these acronyms in a while, but, oh, the average American. What is the average American doing? The average American is like having kids or something, which I think is crazy. Have you thought about like, what, what does that mean to you? What is family? What is relationships for you in the future? Oh, um, what is, I've never been asked this question before, honestly. Um, that's wild. No one. No, I think to me, my life, I'll be honest with you. There's still a lot of years of school, just to give you a background. Like one, I'm going to finish dental school. I'll be graduating May, 2025. And then after that, I want to do residency in oral surgery. That could be another four to six years. So possibly I'd be 24 to 28, or I would be 24 to 30 before I actually come out with like a job that's going to make me like a reasonable, like, you know, residents make shit, like they make dog shit. So like, you know, like after that, hopefully I would make a reasonable amount of money, but that's really not happening till I'm in my thirties. Um, just to kind of give you a little perspective on like where my yeah, head is in terms of my career timeline is I'm really not going to be someone making a ton of money till probably my thirties. And that's a fact I've accepted and I'm fine with it. And honestly, like, I'm grateful that I even have the ability to extend, like, living off of it this long. I have the support I need to make it through till 30, you know? So it'll be fine. Um, But when it comes to relationships and family and the timeline on that is, like, one, I think there's the end goals that I have. Do I have the itty bitty details of it figured out? No. But do I have the end goal? Yes. Essentially, end goal is would love to have a couple kids. Um, don't really care gender, whatever, like at the end of the day, I just want some healthy kids and I would be so happy. I ideally two to three. Um, and then I would love to be married. <laughs> I hopefully I'm married. I would like to have the kids in marriage. Um, but you know, if in all cases I'm like 35 and still single, I will probably just adopt like at that point, because I really do want a kid. I really do want to raise a kid. Um, 
And I think like, is there a location? No, there's no location. Um, I would ideally love to have my set of parents or my spouse's parents like around to kind of help. And I think for me, the biggest thing that when the word comes to my mind, when I think of my thirties or forties is balance. That's really what I want to have. I think that's the end goal is a balance between what is my career and what is my family and my responsibilities in both. I think that that's kind of where I see it right now. That's the overarching, like big screen on the wall. Do I have the details of that figured out? Oh, fuck no. And I probably won't for a long time. And I think like, obviously being a woman in science and medicine, healthcare and all that stuff, like having this timeline on when you can have a baby is like obviously a little stressful compared to guys who want to go into oral surgery because like they don't really have that timeline or they don't really have to worry about that. But like, I don't know. It's just another thing on my plate. I don't know. Word. Hmm. You mentioned a location a little bit, not being a known or perhaps that important right now. Are there other places that you're hoping to live in throughout the 20s? I mean, wherever I match is kind of where I go. And I think for me, like, I truly believe that, like, I, at the end of the day, these 46 years that I would spend doing this are kind of wherever I go, I go. Like, if you send me to fucking Oklahoma, like, okay, go to Oklahoma. But like, I would, I want to make the best of wherever I end up. And like, part of that is like, I think like a lot of my regret also is like, I went into, like, when I got in, when I had like this decision that I wanted to go to Penn for undergrad, right. And like, when I didn't end up going to Penn for undergrad, I was so negative before I went to case. I was like, fuck this. I don't want to go here. I ended up being the best experience of my life. And if I could redo it, I'd still go back to case. So like now I'm like, why was I so negative? And kind of the same thing is I had this like goal at the end of my head that like I wanted to go to Harvard. I wanted to go to Boston for dental school. I interviewed and that made me even more eager for it. And then when I didn't get in, like same thing. When I got into Michigan, like I wasn't happy. I was like, fuck this. And it's like, why? Like I just got into the number one dental school and like going back, maybe it's better that I'm here. You know, like, so it's just like, I don't want to have like a location or goal residency in mind because to me, it's like, I want to redo this. I don't want to do that again. I don't want to fuck myself over again. I want to just be positive about wherever I end up. Axial snaps to that, though we did miss you in Philly, I guess. Yes, I know. Sorry. (laughs) But that that could be the next place. No, would you apply? What does that process Mm -hmm. look like? Um, it's a long, long process. Um, it's like grades, it's externships, it's research, it's taking an exam called the CBSC. It's um all this stuff, and you kind of apply your fourth year, and then you interview at a bunch of schools, and then you get in, you match. Fun. Uh, does it does it sound fun? <laughs> so what else do you like doing for fun? You just worked out before this. I do. I do yoga for fun. I like to eat for fun. Um, I like to try out new Ann Arbor restaurants. I really enjoy going out to eat in Ann Arbor. It's kind of fun. Um, I like going, I like like trying to do a little bit of um, like uh, running in the summer. Every once in a while, I run like two times around my block and I'm like, I ran. 
bad. But um, I've never really been a good runner. So I'm just trying to like kind of try that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I do for fun. Um, I like to watch movies. Um, I think that's always fun. And then I like to like, I don't know. I think the best part, some of the best like nights I've had here have been like us like making dinner as a friend group and enjoying dinner and then like playing Monopoly together. Like, you know, some of that more wholesome stuff is just it's a good time. I like going to Cirque when I have to when I go out. Like I like to, you know, dance a little. If I'm going out, I want to dance. Fair enough. You know yourself. (laughs) Yes. Um, so I would say that's probably it. That's probably what it's not a fancy life here. It's not any crazy life, but it's a good time. Yeah, that's amazing. How often do you go back to Troy? Do you still keep in contact with a lot of your friends in your class? So two different answers. One, I never really go back to Troy anymore because my parents and I live in West Bloomfield. Oh, I didn't know. Yes, they moved to a house on the lake in West Bloomfield. So I rarely go back to Troy. I should only go back to Troy like when I'm going to see a friend. And in terms of like seeing friends, yes, I'm still pretty good friends with a good chunk of people from high school. At least I would think is a good chunk. Um, you know, like I definitely like Isha's still my best friend as she was, I don't know, six years ago when I graduated. Um, I still see Ethan and Neil. I still, you know, I still FaceTime. I see because every time he's back, I, um, talked to Jason on FaceTime last week. Like, you know, like, just like, yes, like Troy high and the people that were there, like, I don't think I'm close with everyone, but I think like the people who have kind of stuck by me these past couple of years and who really know me in and out would definitely be some of the Troy high people I was friends with. Lord, that's beautiful to hear. I, on Imu's podcast episode, we were talking about how we haven't really met anyone in our lives that we were like, oh, that sounds like a cooler high school group. I really pressure everyone in different levels or ways, but like, it's cool that, you know, we still have all these memories and friendships that survive past high school. Yeah. For all all that we went through or whatever you want to phrase it. So maybe it's a little bit of our trauma bond. (laughs) Yeah, that's what people say, but- Do they really? Well, it's easy to term it like that. However, I think it's, I think in the twenties, whatever you do, you're probably like kind of intentional about it. Even, even if it's just like, I'm intentionally having fun, whatever. You can literally choose to do anything you want, talk to whoever you want. And then you choose to talk with your high school friends. I feel that's something. And at this point, are we really all traumatized? I never saw it really as that. I think some people do, and that's totally fair. But if those friendships have carried on now, to me, I feel strong friendships now have to grow beyond where we first met. Like you can reminisce and, you know, have fun over that, but it's not like the history is what keeps us together now. Like, yes. You know what yes. I mean? So yeah. yeah, it was the initial glue perhaps, but I don't see it as that. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I very much agree. I think mm-hmm. it's also very cool to grow with time with friends. Like I think yeah. like you know, I think like there's a lot that's like, um, like that I see, I think it's, I think like what I really enjoy, honestly, like one of the things that really makes me happy is when people I meet in my current day in life, like my friends here meet people from high school. 
Yeah. Like it, like it brings like an immaculate amount of joy. We, so like last month in March, we went to St. Patrick's day down in Chicago. And one of my um, college friends or my dental school friends, Ben came down with me and Ethan and Neil. And we sit in this car and like Ethan and Neil are like telling him about like all of high school drama and like our teen high school. And we're giving him like this backstory on like Ethan's life in high school. And like, you know, Ben's like taking it all in. And then like we reverse the second half of the car ride is me and Ben telling him about like our life in dental school and like our friend group drama and like they're listening. And it's just like, Having two people from two completely different times of your life, like engage and have fun together, to me, like that, that's ultimate. Like it's it's the best part. I'm fully with you, mate. I love the whole yeah. different time mix part. That's great. <laughs> and I think that comes with also like people have like I've noticed like too like some of my friends like to keep their SO like very separate from their friend group, and some people like want it all conglomerated it's like whatever kind of floats your boat like but I think the people in my life like I I vocalize it too like I say like I want you to meet these people like I want you to know them I want you to like you know because to me that's when I feel like I don't know like I just to me like that's what makes me happy I guess yeah yeah that's happy to hear you just gotta find what it is and then do it yeah so you want to do a quick lightning round? Sure. What is one thing you wish everyone knew? About me or like in general? Whatever. You can do one of each. Okay. About me. Um, oh God. What is one thing I wish everyone knew about me? That they don't already by listening to this episode. Honestly, I'd rather people don't know everything about me. I'd rather you, I have a sense, a little bit of mystery of that's the reason you call me to Learned. find out about me. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I think everyone should know about the world is like, there's enough love in it. Like you will find your love. Like you will, there's plenty of love in there. Wow. That's super optimistic. Can you expand? Yes. Sure. Like I just personally, like, I think like people... I think like this was the D1 year lesson that like I kind of would write like I started writing things that made me feel loved throughout the week and like over the weeks like I would find so many things that people would do that made me so happy that treated me so well that like made me like you know like someone running in the rain to grab you sushi someone calling to check in on you someone like asking if you made it home like those type of things right like just friends people parents whoever you know and it's just like there's enough love out there. If you start counting on your fingers, like you will find it and you will see it. Hmm. Fascinating. What are three things that you can't live without besides the necessities? Hmm. My parents, they are like kind of everything. They kind of just keep the boat going. Um. a lot of snacks. I can't live without snacks. Like I'm not like a big eater, but I really need snacks to fuel me through the day. And so a food, a person, and maybe, what else could I not live without? Maybe hugs and kisses. 
Yeah. Or like words of affirmation. I think those are really important to me. Or love languages. Yes. Yeah. Like words of affirmation. Like a lot of like communication. Maybe it should be the last one. Like communication. Like I really like hearing from people around me. That Word. I, I Word. What would the dentist in you say about you snacking all the time? It's fine as long as the snacks are healthy. Hmm. All right. Cool. I'm going to start hitting you up for all these dentist things. If you listen to Joanne's episode, I make her walk me through like gingival gum grafting because my dentist suggested that I needed it. And I was like, fuck this shit. I don't want any more surgery in my life. Um, Okay, last one. Any content recommendations? Yes. Um, Actually, my content recommendation might be a little old school, but I start my day with the New York Times article in the morning. I start my day with the morning. That's what it's called. The New York Times article that comes every morning to my inbox. And to me, like, that's the best content. Like, I really, like, it's a cup of coffee in the New York Times every morning. And, like, I, that's, that's the routine. And to me, like, that's the healthy routine. Like, you read about some news. You read about what's going on in the world. You read about what's up in the culture. You read about, you know, some opinion articles. You read, like, um, they do on Wednesdays. They do, like, these little, like, miniature 100-word, like, love stories. Like, all this content. They do, like, different cookings, like, but to me, like that with a cup of coffee is unbeatable in the world. Facts. Cool. And what oh, the movies you watched? What are some of your favorite ones recently? My favorite movies? Yeah. Is that too I hard? would definitely, honestly, I'd probably tell you Bollywood movies. I like really enjoy Bollywood movies. Like if I if I think like honestly, some of the best pieces of movie work, I really think back to India. I don't really think a lot about Hollywood. Yeah, fair. Throw them out. Um, okay, I would. I saw this one on Netflix the other day, and I really laughed. Lagan. I think that's a great movie. Um, Ye Jawani, Hey Diwani. That's a new one on Netflix, but probably my favorite movie of all time because I really relate to that character, Nana. Um, and then I'd probably say there's another one I just saw saw on there. Like, I really, to me, like the best. Even when I look at like Priyanka, right? Like, I respect the work she's done in Hollywood, but to be quite honest with you, her her work in Bollywood is magnificent. Like, really to another level that I'm not sure people can grasp unless you watch her in a Bollywood movie. Like, you watch Priyanka and Mary Calm, and you see how she becomes this fighter. Like, it's a different Priyanka. Like, it's like you can so like I don't know to me like Bollywood just has so much like I don't know it's an attachment of mine I guess fair enough I respect that I feel it's just more deep and colorful it's very engaging I feel you can't be lazy with a Bollywood movie yes and I think the thing that comes with why you can't be lazy is because in India it's very much like something that it's like how sports are in America. Like it's the way people think outside of their regular life is yeah. movies. Like Bollywood kind of holds that power. Um, and so like, you know, like the, people expect a lot. People want a lot. People are like, you know, people want to pay for that. People really value that. Yeah. That's- and it's a way that I think Indians outside India connect back to their homeland. I think it's a very easy way, honestly, to get a little connection back to your homeland. Word. I like that.
how often when was the last time you were there what do you have plans to go in the future yeah so I was there in August so I have two grandmas that live there and pretty much like um my like they can't come here they're very very old they're pretty immobile at this point so it's like we have to go there and I think like it's really um important to go there I think we just find it like very um like it's it's kind of like when we go there it motivates them to keep living you know what I mean it's like their motivation to like get through the day and the pain and all the issues you know of being an old person so like we definitely go there more and I think we go usually like every year and a half so we went last August so we'll probably go again in December word oh cool that's nice wow that's a deep realization that you are the reason why some humans in the world continue existing yes um yes and that is very much like a responsibility you have to hold like a responsibility you have to value and treasure like my grandma like text me before each of my exams like good luck text me good morning and good night every night and like to me like like no other human does that no other human consistently texts me good morning and good night every day and it's something I will never forget you know it's something that I really look at and go I am so lucky this person halfway across the world thinks about me and thinks about my good mornings and good nights yeah that is so cute and that's wow. what I say when that's when I when I say that there's love in the world there is you just have to look for it hmm if we can all be as lucky as Afriki but no I agree with you I agree with you <laughs> all right in the small things cool I think that's a wrap for now anything else you want to share with the world today mm. well the world there's like I don't know 50 listeners maybe <laughs> I think all I would want the world to know is like I think sometimes we forget like to be grateful and I think that that to me is like really important I think like the higher, the higher I go in like these education levels, I just see, you know, even more nitpickiness in who we are as individuals. But I wish we would just take a moment to look back and recognize like how far we've come. Snaps. Good yeah. ending. Thank you. So much peace. <laughs> cool. This was fun catching up. Thank Don't you for mind. doing this. This was so fun. <laughs> this is really cool Shannon yeah I really enjoy this enjoy the rest of your weekend and thank you enjoy Sao Paulo thanks fam come visit anytime I wish oh my god is there a beach nearby can you see the beach the water no not from here but it is nearby ish I mean I haven't explored too much with my foot but we'll get there I'll send you a beach okay yes (laughs) I hope you enjoy the food too I know that has been wonderful. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. And that's a wrap for now. Offer tea, everyone. See you on the next episode of Who Let the Dogs Out, a podcast where I chat life with cool people doing awesome things. Cheers.